And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. And so, my fellow Americans, ask what you can do for your country. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of Somewhere in America. Today, it is me, Jalen, and Lakota. We're going to recap maybe the UFC fights that were last weekend, go over some other stuff. Um, it's going to be a pretty good one. Yeah. Those UFC fights were pretty crazy. Oh, it was definitely worth the watch. Definitely worth yeah, paying for, for sure. it, actually. Yep. Yep, I agree. There's been some pay-per-views that definitely didn't live up to the hype, and this one for sure did. Right? It was it was awesome. I think yep. I think we can both say we were a little disappointed though in the Donald Cerrone and Tony Ferguson fight though. I think yeah. well for me that was the one I was looking forward to watching the most. Yep. Now it lasted two rounds. Right. But yeah, no, I'm with you. It was two good rounds. First round they were pretty much tied neck and neck. And uh Donald was getting some good shots off, Tony was getting some good shots off. And then episode episode two, no, round two comes around. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Tony was just teeing off on Donald Cerrone. And, I mean, you saw the picture that I saw of, of Tony's last six opponents, and none of them had a clear face. I mean, they Dude, were all bloody yeah. and cut he's up freaking, and battered. and He's a savage. And he, yeah. the, the crazy thing is, though, he doesn't look like it. Like, right, he's not skinny, but he's just kind of like he's kind of like lanky. You know what I'm saying? He's not like yep. Chad Mendes, where he looks like he's just gonna rock your freaking brain and spin it around in your freaking head. Yep. But his jabs were yeah, he's just his jabs were insane. Yes, and he's so unorthodox. Like you don't right. you don't really ever know what's coming. You know, I mean, he does some spinning stuff, and then like. If he gets too close to you, he'll turn his back to you, and so that's weird. And like, he does some very unorthodox stuff, and it's hard to keep up with him, and hard to think about what he's going to do next because he doesn't definitely doesn't fight normally, and that's why he's so successful because he mixes it up and he has his own style. But yeah, no, at the end of that second round, Donald's nose—I'm sure his nose was broke. He said it wasn't. Yeah, he said that's but, what. I was fixing to go there. I was fixing to say it's it's crazy to me that he posted on Instagram and said that there was nothing broken. That it was just yeah. his eye was just air and his nose was just freaking busted up. Yep. No, I yeah, I can't believe there was that much blood coming out of his nose and it wasn't broke. Yeah. It was crazy. But, no, he, uh, yeah, he had some stuff in his nose and blew his nose to clear it. And uh, the swelling... And his eye just inflated like a balloon because he blew his nose, which is crazy. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. The Like, if you blow your nose and it goes to your eye? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I had no clue that that was a thing either. Yep. That's wild. I, I would have done the same exact thing, and I probably would have blown so hard that my eyeball would have came out or something. <laughs> Dude, as, 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 as bad as the swelling was in his eye, <laughs> there's no way that thing was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But it was bad, but I think he still could have fought. I think it would have maybe closed up later on if if there wasn't if somebody didn't finish each other yeah but i think he still i think he could have gone the next, the third round yeah if he wouldn't have blown his nose i think he for sure would have gone the third round but i mean dude it was like now he would have wanted to he he could have physically but you know one eye closed really messes up your depth perception right and so the doctors were saying you know you can't defend yourself if you don't have your normal depth perception so that's why they that's why they stopped it just because he couldn't defend himself as good as normal see and i i'm i understand that i think i think donald Cerrone's a badass but i think that would have messed up anybody yeah oh dude yeah no that's crazy well while we're speaking of having one eye, I told you, I think I told you about, oh yeah, I did. It was the day that yeah. of the fight when I got yep. something stuck in my eye mm-hmm. and I could only see out of one eye and it got to the point where I was kind of like, I was starting to freak out because all I could see was out of that one eye and yep. nothing was right. Yep. So I, I couldn't imagine trying to fight like that. No, I couldn't imagine trying to fight, period. I mean, like a real fight, you know? Right. And then to have one eye closed and try to do it. And he was, like, telling the doctor, I can fight, I can fight. Like, you could see his mouth his mouth moving, you know, read his lips. Well, I can fight, I can fight, I'm good to go. No. I mean, he probably he probably could have gone. But, dude, his eyes was, his eye was shut. Yeah, it was, there was no, I don't think there was any pushing the air out or anything like that. Ice, no. nothing. It was, it was shut. Yep. Which kind of sucks. I mean, both of those guys were ready to ready to put it all out there, you know? Right. They're ready to put on a show. Well, the I think the best thing about all that is that Tony Ferguson wasn't like, hell yeah, I, I won. You know, that was, like, he knew, like, dude, this, this guy could have gone at least all five rounds with me, you know? Yeah. Yep. No, and, and, and he, yeah. Like, like you said, he knew that, and right. so he was he was upset that it had to end that way, and I don't know, dude. If it would have kept going as as much damage as Tony was dealing, I think it, it would have ended up. If if Tony didn't finish Donald, it probably would have gone to a decision in favor of Tony, because yeah, I'm with you on that his, one. His gas tank's insane, on top of having insane striking. It's, I'm I'm a cowboy fan all the way, but I think oh, you're right sure. on that, Tony. I, I would have, I mean, I was rooting for him to win, right? You know? But I don't know. Tony's a different animal. I think whoever he fights next is gonna have a hard time. I think he, like, I love Dustin Poirier. I don't think he'll beat Khabib. I think Tony is is one of the only people that can beat Khabib. Uh, I think you're also right. What do you think? But what do you think about uh, Dustin? How do you say his last name? Poirier. 
Poirier, is that how it is? Yeah. What do you think about that? Him and Khabib. I don't think he'll beat him. You don't think Dustin will beat Khabib? No. I don't think he will either. Khabib's a freaking animal, dude. Yep. He's good. He's very good. Oh, yeah. But but I don't think... I don't think it's even a competition. I, I, if, I, if I'm being honest, I mean... He's got better wrestling than Connor did. Or than Connor does. But I still don't think that he's going to be able to hang. I watched him fight. I don't know as much about him as you do, but. Yeah. Um, who did I watch him fight? You probably know who. I probably watched Justin it with Gaethje, you. Eddie Alvarez. It was like the most recent one. Uh Oh, uh, it wasn't Anthony Pettis. The one where Theo Vaughn was going nuts. Yeah, who did he fight? I can't even remember. Me but, either. But what I was going to say is just watching that fight, I don't think that that he can take Khabib. Yeah. I think maybe he can he can stand up with him for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, he, but Khabib's an animal on the ground. He wrestled yeah. with bears, for God's sake. He, yep. He's an animal. Well, he's... Oh, Max Holloway is who he fought. Oh, yep, there it is. But, uh, yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, yeah, Khabib's an animal. And he's got good hands, too. I mean, he knocked down Connor. Yep. He's got good hands, so Dustin's got to be careful of the boxing because all, all Khabib is going to do with his hands is set up a takedown. That's it. I mean, mm-hmm. if he knocks you down, he's going to take you to the ground, and he's going to ground and pound until... You give up, or he finds a submission and submits you. It's, I mean, that's been his that's that's been his game plan for his last twenty seven fights, and he's won it twenty seven times. And his stamina, so, I think his stamina is insane. It's off the charts. It's like, if in a five round fight, in the fourth round, if he was going balls to the wall, it looks like he he looks the same as he did when the when the first round started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like he's barely he's even sweating and anything. Yep. No, I. He's a different kind of breed. Yeah, it's wild. The only the only place he has an issue sometimes is with his weight cut. Right. Because he's a big dude. He is and cutting to a hundred hundred and fifty five pounds is not. Yeah. Not easy. So. Well, that's, that's like the me only place he has a little bit of trouble, but he's, I mean, he seems to have it down, pretty good. So, no, I think what's going to happen is, I think was, I think what's going to happen is Khabib is going to beat Dustin. I think Tony is if he doesn't fight before then, he's going to fight the winner of that fight. And if he does fight again before Dustin and and uh, Khabib fight, then I think Tony's going to. I mean, I don't see anybody. I don't see him fighting anybody they can't beat right now. You know. If he fights Connor, I think he beats Connor. So you don't think that Tony and Donald Cerrone will rematch? I don't know. They might, and and Donald might go back to the drawing board and and try to be a little calmer, try to be a little more collected, and because he needs to get away from the damage. I think that they would. I think they'd run it back before um, Tony chose to to fight the winner between them two. You think so? I think he would pick a rematch with with Cowboy before he picked the winner of those two. 
But that's yeah. just that's just me guessing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna have something to do. Maybe, maybe it, it might have something to do with money and how all that stuff's gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I'm I'm excited for a bunch of fights coming up. Yeah. What was the? There was that one. No. What and was the one it? after that was the the chick fight. Yes. Valentina Shevchenko. Yep. Or Jessica I. Yes. I don't that... see anybody beating Valentina Shevchenko. No. No. Not right now, at least. That. Nope. That chick is. She's an. She's Bad. just as much of of an animal as Khabib. Yeah. Yeah. She's crazy. There's a fight with her, and I couldn't even tell you who it was. But the ref didn't stop the fight, and everybody was screaming at him to stop the fight. Like, Joe Rogan was commentating. He was like, they have to stop this fight. Dana White, after the fight, said, I'm never letting this guy ref again because he let this chick take too much damage. Valentino was just teeing off on her ground and pound, kicks, punches. I mean... Dana White said that? Yeah, he was like, no way, this ref sick. is, yep. And she, she, he hasn't refed since. It was Mario Yamasaki. Dang. You know yeah, yep. no, I do, I do. Yep. I'm pretty sure he was the ref. I don't know. Dana White's had some beef with Mario Yamasaki, and they, I think they cut him. So that was kind of like, that was the last straw? Yeah, if it was in fact him. I don't want to say it was and it no, I li- be wrong I, but I typed in Mario Yamasaki and the first thing that came up was Mario Yamasaki and Dana White <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah he, Dana White beef. said Mario Yamasaki makes me sick uh huh yeah no they they got beef they got beef yeah for sure and and I mean for good reason oh it was Priscilla ref- it was Priscilla Man, I have no clue how to how to even say her last name, but Priscilla Kachora, Kachora, and Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and let me tell you, she is beaten. Yeah, dude, she's a beast. The way she set up those, that head kick with body kicks in the first and second round was perfect. I mean, she didn't she didn't once throw to the head until she was ready to finish it. You know. I mean, right. she didn't throw a head kick once until she was ready to knock that chick out. I mean, just body kick, liver kick, liver kick, liver kick. And eventually those take a toll. You start dropping well, your hands to protect your yeah, body and leave like, your head open. That's what she said at the end, though. She she started to realize that she started to drop her hands, and boom, there it was, right to the forehead. Yep. Gosh, that's nuts. She was out. That was probably one of the longest, um, like the longest periods of time that I've seen someone be knocked out. Yeah. And she was yep. out, cold. I know. And like you could hear the the commentators, they were like, "Wow, she's still out." Yeah. You know, she's still out. Yep. Yeah. They, it was they crazy. Said that several it was times. a. Yep. Oh, well, and then and then when she knockout. got up, when she got up, you could see her. She could see her mouthing. <laughs> Uh, did, did I, I get just knocked get knocked out? out? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's yeah, crazy. No, that's crazy. I know. <laughs> We're copying each other. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jinx that's weird. Coke. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that's nuts. And then she, after that, after she said, did I just get knocked out? She said, 
I can't remember, right? I don't remember. I didn't remember. That's crazy. I got knocked out when I was a kid. I didn't get knocked out unconscious like that. Did you get kicked in the forehead? No. I got... I was running full speed, and I smashed into one of my buddies, and our Ooh. faces just collided. It was oh. like eye bone to eye bone. Oh, and my gosh. Yeah, dude. It was, it I was can, nasty. I can hear the sound of two hits colliding <laughs> yeah. like when I think of that. Uh-huh. And this dude is not little. I mean, I'm He's skinny. He's a, a sixth grader. Do what? He was a hoss? Yeah, dude. He is a hoss. As a sixth grader, I was built just about the same way I am now, just shorter, you know? Yeah, and so you were actually skinnier. like a second, second and a half grader? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> As a sixth grader, I looked like I was four. And, uh, <laughs> but no, I was full speed running, you know, running like a route on recess or whatever. We were playing football. And my buddy Stormy, we were on the same team. And so, like, we both ran the same route just on opposite sides of the quarterback you know and so Uh we're running towards each other not looking at each other and i caught the ball turned around and he was there i couldn't slow down he couldn't slow down we just smoked each other anyways i know all this because i was told all of this like i don't remember anything i don't even remember putting my shirt on that morning i just dude i'm not kidding i remember waking up in the nurse's office vaguely it's like a blur you know it's like you know a dream yeah how a dream feels and, and it you're irritates like, you like you think you that's what happened but you're not 100 percent sure right well that's how it was when i woke up in the nurse's office so then i went from the nurse's office to our clinic and in, in right and in, up in wyoming and uh i vaguely remember getting to the clinic and then while i was in the clinic i kept asking my dad hey what time is it hey what like n- not not 30 seconds after I asked him what time it was, I'd ask him again. And uh, just the way that my brain was messed up, you know, yeah. I had a concussion. And so they were like, yeah, you probably ought to take him to a bigger city. It was like an hour away. And so they're like, you probably ought to take him to get a CAT scan just to make sure there's no, you know, really bad brain damage. And so they took me to Gillette and uh, got a CAT scan and yeah. And then did you let you go home or what? <laughs> yeah, did you let me go home? <laughs> That's funny. But uh, yeah, I don't think no, I've ever was... been knocked out. I don't even think I've ever been like dazed. Really? That or I have, and I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, you'd remember. At the to- yeah, off the top of my head, I don't. I don't remember being knocked out. Yep. I remember my buddy Zane was talking about how. He, he was playing like hide and seek in the orchard next to their house where they used to uh-huh. live. And, uh, so he was up in a tree and slipped and fell like on his back and like his back and then the back of his head. And he was like high. And he said, he remembers going in, into the orchard to, to play hide and seek. And then he woke up. It, it, oh, it was on Thanksgiving. He woke up and all the food was gone. And he was what? like, yeah, he was like, dude, I don't know how he couldn't even like, you know, he was little, but he was like, I don't know how long I was out, like hours and hours and hours and hours. Then he Holy lost time. Cow. I'm sure he, I'm sure he, you know, walked back to the house, 
you know because like when you get knocked out you can still your motor functions still work but your your brain your memory time. Your, yeah your memory and all that's just out yeah. the window yeah it, it's weird it's kind of a weird feeling i've only lost time one time but i i got knocked out for a brief second also playing football in junior high dude i got hit so hard that my chin strap broke oh yeah it was rough and like my mouthpiece so i got hit hard chin strap broke helmet flew off and i guess i like clenched my jaw when i when i got hit uh-huh. and my mouthpiece ripped my lip away from my bottom gums and so i had like a hole in the bottom of my gums it was Ooh. rough yeah i was spitting blood and but yeah since junior high i haven't had any crazy head trauma I don't think I've... I think maybe I've had a concussion. Oh, I got one in basketball one time. Oh, I don't yeah. remember. I think I went up to definitely not dunk it, but I went up for a layup, <laughs> and I yeah. got undercut. Mm-hmm. And I just smashed my head against the wood floor. Yep. I can I can yeah, still that's... hear it. Oh, yeah. That was no, crazy. It's... Yep, that's rough. No, I, I don't like that sensation that's why i'm not super into like mma like okay as far as perf like competing in it i feel you on that i think i like or oh sorry go ahead i like watching it a lot right but as far as competing in it i i don't know that i would want to get my face punched you know in my opinion, and maybe I'm just wrong, I don't know. I feel like you have to kind of grow up doing that. Because I, yeah. know, I know right now, thinking like, oh yeah, I'm going to go get, I'm going to go get rocked. I just, right. that, that doesn't even sound fun. Yep. Well, and when you're a little because, kid, you can't, you can't punch that hard. And so right. when you're a little kid going up against little kids, you kind of work learning up. learning technique. Yeah. Exactly. You work up yep, to... To what you're, I mean, to the power, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. No, starting as a little kid is definitely beneficial. especially And, and jiu-jitsu is the same way. You start start young and learn technique and, yeah, it's good. I like, it's I, good for I could you. get into jiu-jitsu, though, and just kind of roll in and all that. Mm-hmm. Actually, once I start cutting more weight, I'm, I'm really thinking, I'm trying to figure out a way to do it. With the work yeah. and all this. Yep. Well, when I go to, when I moved to Roswell, there's a Gracie Jiu-Jitsu gym in Roswell. And when I moved to Roswell, if I can't justify coming here, you know, at 5.30 in the morning. All right. And still training here, then I, I may, which I don't necessarily want to do that because it's like a family. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like a family. And it'd be like. I'm it's, leaving my family to go yeah, join it's another family. kind of like a family. loyalty thing. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I feel you, 100%. you know, under under extenuating circumstances, like I'm moving to a different city, it's different. But if it was just, if there was another gym in Artesia, I definitely wouldn't join. You know. Yeah. It's, it's like. It's kind of like a family like feud. Yeah. Yep. And no, I I I like my coaches and I like. The people that I roll with, and see, and I think that you know, 
that if I'm right. if I'm gonna get into it, which I am, I've already made up my mind. I don't know when, but I'm going to. Yeah. I would like to go if you're still going there. I would like to go with you because I know you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's kind of awkward to me because I know zero. Yeah. Well, you know? dude, I knew zero when I started, and. Dude, in four months, yeah, you learned so much. But you knew, you knew kind of the mental aspect of it. You knew a lot of the moves. You knew how, you you kind of had an idea of how to to put somebody into a certain move, how to maybe get out of a certain move. Like me, I'm just gonna sit there. I'm gonna freak out. I'm gonna try and outstrength <laughs> you, and then I'm gonna gas myself, and then I'm I'm lights out. Yeah. You know, you you yep. kind of understood how to do it. I didn't really get big into martial arts or ufc fighting or anything until i mean we became friends i mean my me and my right. dad used to watch it but not not religiously like you know like i do yeah and then yeah. you kind of got me into that and i i don't know as much as you do yet but i'm i stay i stay keeping up with it more than a lot of things yeah i think it's just so entertaining because anything can happen in any fight like you can yeah you can watch one fight night and there'll be i don't know 15 fights or whatever there is and in those 15 fights they can all go to a decision and out of those 15 fights four of them can be wars and the rest can be boring or one of them could be a war and the rest can be boring or you can have like we had on Saturday you have the main event two decisions to start the main card off main card off with and then three TKOs, you know. Well, yeah. two TKO, two TKOs in a, in a knockout. But yeah, well, I, I, I like that because anything yeah. can happen. Like Kinda in like a football game, and yeah. like somebody's gonna win, and it's gonna be because of points. Right. And in a fight, you have multiple fights a night, and they can win by a submission or you could you could be the baddest dude out there and yeah it just takes one good hit or you or you know somebody to figure out what you maybe kind of something that you keep doing and they see a way to get in there and you know make you tap or something yep that's i'm with you on that yeah. it's way more entertaining yeah i like Cause it you don't know what's gonna happen ever well because it, it just like football football basketball anything you know what they're doing right you, their objective and, is to get in the end zone or right. put the ball in the hoop. And and there's an objective in in martial arts, but there's so many ways to get there. In football, you have two mm-hmm. ways: you throw it or you run it. Yep. I mean, I mean, I guess there's a couple more, but plain yeah, and simple. That's basically, it. You're either gonna yep. throw the ball or you're gonna run it. Basketball, you're gonna bounce it and you're gonna run as fast as you can and try to get down to the other side. Yep. Yeah. And the good thing about MMA is you can be good at you can be better at one thing than you are the other. Like you can be a really good boxer and have decent jujitsu and still win. And you can have kind of okay boxing and amazing jujitsu and win. And in in basketball, you know, you have your roles, but everybody needs to be able to handle the ball. Everybody needs to be able to shoot. Everybody needs to be able to, you know, make a play inside the paint if they have the opportunity you know it's like everybody has i mean they have different roles different positions just like in football but it's like and i'm not knocking any of those sports i'm just saying how of course not 
I'm just saying how much more entertaining it is. It's more of a rush to watch an MMA fight. Yeah, 100%. And that's probably another... Uh, well, no, not really, because my dad's really big into football, really big into basketball, and I, yeah. I'd pick him in a UFC fight over those any day. Yeah. Yep. Me too. I've never but, really been into sports. Like we didn't have TV, like cable growing up, and so the only time I got to watch sports was when I went to a friend's house or, you know, went to. Yeah, just friends. I mean, my friends were the only people that had TV, so if we go over there, you know, my friends were into football or basketball or whatever, and I don't know why I got into fighting. I guess YouTube. Yeah, I guess. I, I, liked, I don't know. I, don't... I grew up, well, you did too, kind of, but here or in Artesia where we grew up, that was you played football, you played basketball, and you played baseball, and that was that's yep. what you did. That was... That was the dream, the high school dream, was to be on the Artesia football team. Right. And Which so I, never I guess played, I, ever. Yeah, and so I guess I kind of, that's how I started in it. And I, I liked it. I enjoyed football. I didn't play my last year of high school, though, because I just, I got to the point where I was like, yeah, I don't really care about this. Yeah. There's a lot of other things that I was wanting to do. Yep. No, I, I think that if you, if you do want to, get started in jujitsu. I mean, you say that you got to lose or drop some weight or whatever, but dude, you well, don't need to. I mean, yeah, I, I say that for my own comfort, I guess, if you would, I, I tell you what, if you go to jujitsu, you will, you will use a lot more energy than you think. Yeah. Than you think you I would. I believe that. And I bet you, I bet you you'd lose weight. Cause yeah, I mean, I'm, I, Today, Bryant was dripping sweat off of his head onto mine. I mean, dripping sweat. Yeah. And we rolled for 45 minutes. I know I know that I could probably lose weight doing that, probably a lot faster too. I don't know. I guess it depends on how many days I go. But yeah. I, I kind of want to come into it a little prepared. You know what I'm saying? I do. Like being a little more flexible, all that stuff. So when you put me in an arm bar... Arm doesn't snap halfway. Okay, now I will tell you something. When it comes to arm bars, you're either flexible or you're not. There's no like I'm gonna stretch my elbow out. You know, <laughs> there's none of that. You're either you either have some double jointedness and your elbow can flex backwards or it doesn't. And mine does not. Dude, you put me in arm bar and you don't gotta crank very hard before I start Tap, tapping. You're just tapping. You're going. Yep. It's rough. I can I can see that. Dude, I like my I right elbow it, is sore. I think <laughs> I I'd rather be I think I'd rather be just knocked out than put into a submission. Really? I think so. Just thinking about it, maybe I have to get into it to see cuz I mean, I guess it's not that well, bad. I guess you can tap. So I don't know. I guess, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'd rather be just hit in the chin, just go to sleep, than <laughs> have to endure freaking being in a Kimura or somebody taking my back and just squeezing my freaking throat. Yep. Yeah, I don't like now, that. Now, I, w- I, will, I will say, like, there's something about getting out of, of a submission that uh-huh. makes you feel super accomplished. Like, today, tr- 
Bryant sunk in. I, I can't even count how many triangles he sunk in, and he didn't tap me one time. Hell Dude yeah. Or triangle. I mean, he got me in a couple of arm bars, and uh, but as far as chokes go, I didn't get choked one time. He put me in a mirror lock. Frank uh-huh. Mir does this weird arm lock from guard that sucks, dude. And it's like an arm bar. And, yeah, dude, I don't like that at all. That sucks. Another thing, so though, is I I have been known to get claustrophobic at times. How do you think, yeah. how do you think that's going to go over? Do you think I can just get over that? Yeah, I think, I think it depends on how safe you feel with the person that you're rolling with. Like, I haven't been, I haven't rolled with anybody that makes me feel uncomfortable rolling with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like if I were to say, hey, stop, that they would respect my decision, you know, or respect my request. And, you know, with starting out, I'm not going to, like, if you and I were to roll in the morning or something, I'm not going to go as hard as I can with you, you know? I mean... Yeah. Because I know more than you. I'm going to try to teach you, you know, if we end up rolling and you get into a position, I'll say, okay, from here you can you can do this submission. Now try it, you know. Okay, you know, it's like say you're in mount and I put my head, my arm around your head. You can get an, a head and arm triangle in. Uh, so you sink the head and arm triangle in and then you have to pass to the other side into side control, drop your hip. Like I would walk you through that kind of stuff. And, uh, you're getting me pumped up, bro. Dude, you should start. You should I just d- come in the morning talk, sometime. I need to talk to the boss man and see if maybe a couple of days a week I can't go in a little later. Yeah. So I can go in. Because we usually go that. from like, we usually go from about 5.30 to 6.30. Oh, that's not bad. I bet I could do that. No. Yeah. And can you go at 5? I could go at 5. So maybe yeah. me and you could go from like go a little early if if you wanted to some days and just kind of mm-hmm. roll just so i can get ready get kind of used to it yep i'd be Damn down it. with that if you are dang it you know and another thing i mean i could talk to milo and say hey my buddy wants to see if 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 he's gonna enjoy it you know do you mind yeah. but he doesn't you know he lives in roswell do you mind if he comes with me in the morning and you know for a week or for three days during the week or two days during the week and and you know, I kind of teach him some stuff and see if he's if he's gonna be into it, and then we, we can go from there. Or, yeah, I mean, you can make a decision from there. Yeah, but it's I not, think. When are you going again? Tomorrow. I can go whenever. Oh. Because well, Bryant's gonna be gone the rest of the week, so if I was gonna go in the morning, it was just gonna be me by myself. Yeah. And I was just gonna do some cardio and hit the bag or something. Well, if you go but, in the morning and you talk to him, ask ask him. Well, I'll go in the morning. No, see, Milo doesn't go in the morning. Oh. So if if I go in the morning, it's just like literally gonna be me. So if you want to go, let's go and and we can figure it out. All right. Hmm. Yeah, I'm but, definitely down. All right. Hell yeah, I'm pumped up now. Yeah, dude. I know we talked about it, but I think everybody else is interested to hear about my time with the black belt that came down from Indiana this weekend. Oh yeah. So yeah. So Saturday before the fight, uh, my coach's coach. His name's James James Klingerman. He's from Indianapolis. He is a third degree black belt, and he came down to do a seminar, a jujitsu seminar for us. And 
dude, that dude is smaller than me, and he would, I mean, he'd destroy me easily. He'd turn you into a pretzel? Oh, bro. Yeah. He'd gift wrap me. There's, a, there's a move called a, a gift long, wrap, and he'd gift wrap me. A lanky pretzel. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, no, it was really cool. We were, we only drilled triangles for three hours. Only triangles and triangle escapes. And it was very cool. I know how to escape a triangle, and, I mean, you're not, you are not going to tap me to a triangle unless you really get it sunk in deep, get my arms away from it themselves, uh-huh. and, and really control my arm. But if I can get my arms to you, to my head, yeah, it's it's you're not going to tap me. See, and I think it would be pretty and fun like, to talk about how, like, if I get into it and how we're progressing or how I'm progressing. Well, I guess mm-hmm. both of us because you're still... They're still learning shit too, but but kind of how yeah. how me and you are working together. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. be interesting. No, I agree. Yep. I think we could do a you know once a week do a, do a little BJJ podcast or something. Yeah. BJJ a episode. A recap of how bad yeah. you beat my ass or something. <laughs> no, I'll, I like. I told so okay so Bryant has a hard time going not full like not 100% and because he's he's like super strong and so I told him I was like imagine you're rolling with a girl right you're not going to use 100% of strength because you know there's girls in the class and sometimes you got to roll with a girl and that's just the way it is and when you do that that's a good time for you to work on your technique right because you're not you're not going to muscle anything because then you're just a dick you know Right, so, and you're not trying to go full speed and go fast. You can think about it and really get mm-hmm. something sunk in. I, yeah. Yep. I'll feel you. So I told him this morning, you know, I was like, hey, let's go like 60, 70%. Imagine you're rolling with a girl whose strength isn't quite as much as yours, and you're just going to use technique to get to positions. And if a submission, you know, presents itself, then you pull a submission. Otherwise, don't and pass to another another position or you know control the position you're in until i make a mistake you know so today was finally the first day that we were able to flow it's called and finally we were able to flow you know at about 60 percent and it was nice like i think we went for about 15 minutes without stopping the first time and he ended up tapping me uh yeah he ended up tapping me out i think due to an arm bar or something I was trying something new and put myself in a stupid position and yeah, but then we, you know, we did that a couple of times, like two 15 minute sessions, I think. And then at the end I was like, all right, let's go as hard as we can. And so we went hundred percent and we went 12 minutes without either of us tapping. And finally, dude, he got me, he got my arm, dude, uh, today I got arm barred a lot. He got my arm into a bad position and I had to tap, but Dude, twelve minutes at a hundred percent is exhausting. That's what. I was, so you you guys are rolling the entire twelve minutes or fifteen minutes? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yep. That's like fighting an and entire like, fight without a break. Yes. Yep. And it's it's hard, and it's exhausting. And his cardio has gotten a little bit better. I think he's been doing it on the side, because yeah. I used to be able to outlast him. Like his strength would not last as long as mine would and like he's stronger than me but i could feel him getting weak as as the time progressed but now he's he's starting to 
get better. And I think it's because you've been doing it. We've been doing it for four months, you know? Uh-huh. So, so do you stay on the ground the most, the, most of the time? I know it's called rolling, but I mean, yeah, do you so, stand up and practice takedowns or do you just stay on the ground? We do, but like, I don't want to get hurt. And I feel like getting taken down, like a bad takedown could, could hurt me. So, yeah. uh, you know, I told him, I was like, Hey, like, I know if I'm going to do a takedown, I know how to, I know how to take you down. So let's just start from our knees or start from our butts or, you know, start, start from a position, start from side control or whatever. And we'll just go from there. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I can see depends. how maybe I'm not saying you don't, y'all don't know what you're doing, but a lesser inexperienced person could shoot and maybe hit your leg wrong and, you know, blow out your knee or something. Yep. I can well, see and that. Then, at the same time, we are also, you know, as we're training takedowns, we train how to defend a takedown. So if you shoot, I'm going to sprawl, you know, I right. put my weight on top of you and my legs are going back, you know. So I don't know. It's just little things. And uh, you pick up on it fast. Like you'd be surprised how fast you pick up on it. And like you starting four months after me, you're really not that far behind me in the big scheme of things, you know. Yeah. Huh, yeah. No, I th I think I'm interested. I think I want to try it. Okay. Well, I mean, sometime this week, let's let's go do it. Yeah, we'll get it all figured out. I'm really busy tomorrow and okay. Thursday probably. Okay. So, give me let me huh? let me get caught up on some work. That'll work. I'm not making excuses. Maybe sometime this weekend too. Yeah. No, uh are you Well, I mean, are you going to be here this weekend? Oh wait, yeah, your your uh, baby showers this weekend, right? Oh yeah, I was thinking about your freaking jujitsu tournament. Not even about my baby oh. shower. <laughs> no, uh, no, the jujitsu tournament not till the next weekend. Sorry, babe. I know you'll hear that part. <laughs> Forgot about the kid. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, we've got your baby shower, and then uh, my cousins have a birthday party at four, so we may Dude, be what if, a little late to that. What if? We turned either, well, probably my garage. I, f I figured uh, your wife would want to park in yours. If we got a mat and put it in my garage and used it to, to roll, do you think we'd have enough room? Yes. I'd be so down with that. Yep. Yeah, we could do that for sure. I don't know what those mats cost, but probably not a ton. Huh. What would I, what would I type in? Just jujitsu mats or... or wrestling mats or something like that jiu-jitsu mat let's see but uh just kind of going back to my our black belt coach james uh he was talking about how he he goes to sleep probably once a week due to submission like he tests his his threshold often and so he said that you could start out in a choke and you're like okay i'm getting choked and then it'd be okay this is really tight now i'm uncomfortable oh wow i need to get out of here right now or i'm gonna pass out and now i'm seeing stars and now i'm seeing more stars and then it's black and then you like float in this you know if you're looking at it from a scale of you know zero to 100 you're floating in this 90 percent space where your body's still moving but your brain is losing consciousness and if it stays there long enough, then you'll, you know, pass out. Uh, and so he was saying that he stays in this 
90% range for a little bit and it's kind of like a floating stage where he's still getting just enough blood to his brain to not you know shut it off completely and he said he'll end up waking up in a completely different position than the one he blacked out in and That's still fighting. That's so crazy. Yeah. How many times during a during a UFC fight do you think that happens? Like, do you think that happens pretty often? Like, choked out or, like, knocked out? No, like... Like, stunned, like, like knocked yeah, down like and stunned saying, and like then you getting, wake up? Yeah, like, getting choked and then he's he's almost there, but he's still fighting... And then he comes to, and he's in a you know completely different position, on a completely different side of the octagon. I think in MMA it's not as common because there's strikes and everything too. So like, hmm, I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. It probably happens more often than you think. Yeah. But. I just wonder if you'd see it happening. Yeah. I, I mean, potentially, yeah, sure. Like if somebody's got a guillotine in really tight, yeah, and you know you're on top of him, and you, he's got a guillotine in really tight, and he, he can't quite finish it, and you end up popping your head out, and then come to on top of the guy. I think that's that's a potential, you know, a potential happening. I'm interested to kind of get to that point. Yeah, I'm really I'm really gonna start it. Good. And I'm interested to get there. Yeah. No, it's, dude, it's awesome. And, like, I'm your friend. And so it's going to be good to do it with me because, like, yeah, I'm that's friendly. What I, that's what we're I was not saying. Gonna be, we're not going to be strangers and it's not going to be awkward, like, oh, I don't know this dude and yeah. I'll be, you know, in weird positions or whatever. No, it's, it's, I mean, and the, the, the goal of a gym is to attract people, right? So you want it to be as comfortable for a new person as possible. So, Right. Yeah. I will say that rolling with women is weird. Like, not weird, but it's like... I, I can see that. If, yeah. they're, if they're small, it's so hard to hold on to them. <laughs> because they can fit in spaces that a man can't. And so, oh, like, right. If you have You're really... Right. If you have a really tight side control on a chick, she can just stick her leg back up in your hips and push you away. And it's yeah, that it's makes like, sense. How, what are you doing? How are you doing that? <laughs> and plus, they're small and not as strong, and so they have to use a lot of technique, and that's good for them also. So that's yeah. how you get mini Shevchenkos. Yes. Well, and she's I think- a. I think she might have wrestled the Bears. Do what? I think she might have wrestled the Bears. <laughs> Probably. And she was she went like 58-2 and two as a professional kickboxer or something like that. Like only lost two, or Muay Thai oh my gosh. fighter. She, she only lost like two professional fights in Muay Thai or kickboxing. I can't remember which one. But that's a, like, that's a beast. That's somebody that was meant for that, you know? That was her calling in life, is to be a professional yeah. fighter. So, I was, I've been thinking about it ever since we've been talking about it this entire time. I don't know why I would start jiu-jitsu other than you do it and we both like the sport and I I like it and would like to get to know it. But what, what do you think, what do you think it is? Like, what is it 
because I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody. I'm not trying to go to the UFC. Nope. Is it just kind of a mental, mental and physical thing? Just kind of between I'll, yourself, I'll, a personal thing? Yeah, I'll tell you. For me, it was a way of, okay, so I hate lifting weights. I hate running. But I like physical activity. Like, I like sports, right? So I like to play basketball. I like football. This isn't not easy, but this is a, an option for me to not have to get a whole team of people together to play a sport, right? So I could go, me and one other person can get together and work out. So there's strength, you have to use cardio, and it's kind of a little bit of both. So getting in shape is one reason why, why I do it. And not to say I'm out of shape or, by any means, but I'll tell you my cardio and my strength is a lot better now than it was four months ago. So uh, that's one reason. The other reason is it's a mental challenge, right? You, you're, yeah. you're fighting another person, and so you you have this mental challenge of what's he going to do next, what am I going to do next. If he does this, then I'm going to do this. If I do this and he does this, then you know I need to figure something else out. You have to kind of keep your game fresh. That way you don't telegraph anything. So it's a mental challenge also. And then... I don't know. I just like knowing that if a situation ever arises and I'm me or my wife is ever put in a potentially threatening position, then yeah, that's that's where I was going to go next. Was is it? I could see it being like like a self defense thing, knowing feeling feeling comfortable with your own body and your own mind, and knowing that if shit did hit the fan, you know. You yep. might not be the baddest dude in the room, but you're definitely not. But I know something. Right. You're definitely not the the scrawniest dude out there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, like UFC 1 is a prime example of you don't have to be a physical specimen to hold your own if you know jiu-jitsu, right? I mean, Hoist right. Gracie fought dudes that were twice his size and choked him out you know what i mean like you didn't have to be the biggest baddest guy to win a ufc fight and yeah i mean jujitsu is that's why i like it and it's i I think i like the mental challenge too plus when i do it in the morning i have energy for the rest of the day like it gets my adrenaline going it gets my testosterone going you know it's yeah me versus me versus another man and we're we're pushing on each other and we're trying to decide who's biggest and baddest for you know 30 45 minutes and uh i don't know it, it just gets me ready for the day i guess yeah it sounds it sounds freaking awesome yeah you'll have to do it dude we'll, we'll have to try it yeah i think you i think you really would enjoy it we'll we'll uh we'll figure out how to make it work and yep we'll definitely do it i think it's gonna oh, be show. i think it'll be fun Maybe I'll find yep. my... Uh, find your calling? Guess, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I guess calling, I guess. Why Why I like to do it or because of the sport or because it's maybe a man thing mm-hmm. or a self-defense thing. I definitely... Or even just exercise. I mean, just it's, yeah. it's really good exercise. Being active, yeah. Yep. You, you got to stretch beforehand so you know you're you're starting to get more flexible and that's good with your balance and all that stuff i could definitely and use it for the the coming 
uh, hunting season. Oh the yeah. The stamina. For sure. The leg. Yep. The leg strength. Mm-hmm. And the dexterity and endurance. Yep. Dude, I'm I'm telling you, dude. My like, I could not have gone twelve round, twelve minutes, full speed. Two months ago, I would have been dead. I mean, I would have been exhausted. So, mm. it's it's good for everything. Yeah, I'm actually but. gonna start stretching hardcore. <laughs> yeah, well, and we stretch, you know, in the mornings before we get started. Do you uh, think? Do you think that's maybe one of the biggest things? Because, like, like we just said, strength is definitely not. It's not. You don't need all the strength in the world to be good at it. Right. I Would think you flexibility, say it's flexibility has. Yes, but also knowing, just having the knowledge of what to do if you're in a certain position, you know, uh-huh. and you're not gonna have the knowledge unless you are put in that position. And so that's what practice is for. That way, when you are put in the position, either in a real world self defense position or in a tournament like I'm going to be in, then I know what to do. So, but no, I think it's very good. And, and, you know, we stretch 10, 15 minutes before we get started just to make sure we're all loosened up, especially in the morning after you've slept all night, your body's really tight. So, but anyways, Hmm. yeah, it's definitely going to happen. Good. I'm excited. I'm ready. I really enjoy it. I want to give it a try. See how long I can do it. Yep. Well, and even if you I know, you can start it, and and if you don't like it, then you don't like it, and we'll go from there. But I don't think it's that I won't like it. I think once I start it, and like we we're saying, since we're friends, I'm okay with my friend. Yeah. You know, kind of being all over me and pushing on me, and mm-hmm. and competing. Yep. That's. That's a, I think everybody should have a competitive side to them. That's something that gives yeah. them drive. Yep. And I it's definitely agree. easier to have that with, you know, with your friend. With somebody you're comfortable with, for sure. Yes. Yep. Yes. I completely agree. Yep. Well, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Apologize that we had to cut the episode a little short. We had some technical issues. Uh, we were just about to wrap it up, but. Yeah, a couple issues that come with learning. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We've had some good good feedback, good constructive criticism we're trying to work on. And um, yeah, as long as you guys keep liking it, we'll keep making them. So be sure to leave us feedback. Be sure to share us on social media with your friends if if you feel led to do so. And uh yeah, give us a rating on Apple and follow us on Spotify so you get notifications when we drop our next episode. So stay tuned for another episode of Somewhere in America. Thanks, guys.